0: What's going on? Welcome to episode 107 of the Spun Today podcast. I actually grew up on 107th Avenue in Richmond Hill, Queens, New York. Episode 107 of the Spun Today podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. Thank you very much for listening. This is a special episode in which I am accompanied by a buddy of mine, Pablo. Pablo is a good friend of mine. I've known him for, I want to say, somewhere around a decade, maybe a little less, a little bit more like in the 8 to 12 year range or something like that and I've most likely spoken about him in the past or at least mentioned him in the past when speaking about the uh, uh, bike tours that I've done like the Hudson Valley uh, cycling tour or the 5 Borough cycling tour Uh, he's the friend that I normally do that with or rather each time that I've done it, it has been with him I definitely fell off from cycling this year though but I will redeem myself And you can hold me to that, Pablo, if you're listening And my word is as strong as oak And not like Cushman Oak, real oak Anyway, there's this uh, This sort of tradition that we started I want to say Four, maybe five years ago Where we would play hooky from work Take like, a, like an idle Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday off In the middle of the week uh, During the summer And go to Coney Island Beach and make a beach day out of it, you know, take some, take some beer and liquor and just chill on the beach all day and then get Nathan's for lunch in the original Nathan's there in uh, Coney Island. And that's where they have the famous um, hot dog eating contest every 4th of July, which uh, Pablo mentioned to me while we were there. And I th- I feel like I knew that, but didn't really like put them two, two together, uh, type of thing. But yeah, it's a pretty uh, pretty dope spot, pretty iconic spot. It's like the broke man's Six Flags, you know, Coney Island is, you know, with the like as far as like the theme park and stuff like that. Uh, the beach isn't the best, but it's definitely not the worst. And as far as like New York is concerned, New York beaches, in my opinion. It's uh, definitely a dope time, you know, anytime you get some R&R, it's a a dope time. Uh, But anyway, this year we did not, uh, we left it to the last minute and we didn't take a specific, you know, day out of the week off, which we like to do because the beaches are less crowded, you know, it's not as packed and um, you pretty much like have it to yourselves, like type of thing, you know. And it's like on a day where you would otherwise, you know, be in front of a computer screen at work, uh, going through the motions and shit. So it's like a double positive. It feels like you're getting away with something when you do it that way, Um, which I definitely plan to next year when we go again. We definitely do it that way. But this year, since we left the last minute, we wound up uh, just going on Monday, which was Labor Day. So but to combat the whole, you know, everybody goes to the beach on Labor Day type of thing, last of you know, official, unofficial day of the summer. Sorry about that. Um last unofficial official day of the summer or whatever it is. Um, we decided to go early. So we were there at the beach already, like at nine forty five, ten o'clock, like already like chilling, sitting down Drinking our first beers type of thing, and it was pretty dope and we were there till i would, I would say on the beach one thirty two o'clock got lunch uh there at Nathan's after we packed everything up, and it was uh it was a dope time, so this is just us chilling pretty much on our way to the beach, and the audio for that portion doesn't sound too great because we're in the car so you hear kind of like the road a little bit and like the ac so bear with us for like the first uh portion of the podcast but you know once we get to the beach and you know i I took the mic's uh the mic's uh with me and yeah uh, the quality should sound uh pretty dope there you have a little bit of background background noise but you know nothing major it's pretty much just us chilling, catching up, shooting the shit. And uh, that's pretty much it. So if you want to come along with us on a beach day in New York, stay tuned. As always, if you'd like to help support the Spun Today podcast, visit com forward slash affiliate links. There, there's a bunch of ways you can help support the podcast including shopping on Amazon by clicking on the Amazon banner. It does not cost you anything extra, but it does help support the podcast financially. Another great way to help support is to rate and review the podcast on your favorite podcast app. And check out my book, Make Way for You, Tips for Getting Out of Your Own Way, which is now available in paperback on Amazon and digitally wherever you read your digital books whether it be Kindle, iBooks, Kobo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Lastly, before we start the episode, if you visit spuntraday.com forward slash books, you can drop your email address in the form there and get a free copy in the digital format of your choice of the book. Again, titled Make Way for You, Tips for Getting Out of Your Way. And now, without further ado, let's go to the beach, bitch. So what do you think the odds are of us finding parking? Uh, I don't
1: know. I think I'm, You're right. I think it might be too late. But there's no traffic right now. So that's,
0: that's a good sign. That's a good sign. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about? Was it the first year we did this, was it uh, the same year as the Luna Park fiasco?
1: Or was that... Uh, or was that... The no, it was, was the second same one. here. Because I think we would have noticed it was whack if, if we would have <laughs> <laughs> come here before. <laughs> we would have been like, no. Nah. It was kind of like a... Like... It was kind of like a... Like, it was like our first time going to Island. You were like, let's get tickets ahead of time or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Did we buy tickets ahead of time? I don't know. But I think... Yeah, yeah,
0: we did. We bought, like, a whole fun day pass type shit. That's why.
1: Because,
0: yeah, now it makes sense. But I, I think we went to the beach once. And then the next year after that, we were like, oh, you know, this was dope. Let's do it again next year. And then... I came up with the, the, the brilliant idea of the of Coney Island,
1: Luna Park, Kitty park, yeah. Kitty park. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I still have? Actually, that, that? was 2013. I remember. Really? Yeah, because I was thinking like Carolyn from LA. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Carolyn, girl from LA? Yeah, yeah. That's how I remember. I I still have the I think she out to bed. the side <laughs> note. <laughs>
0: I I have the. Uh, Remember the minion thing? We played a game or some shit? Yeah. And we won the minions and I have it, and I have it in Aiden's room like little, like little teddy bears and shit. Nice.
1: Yeah.
0: So that was my takeaway from the thing. But yeah, that shit was so...
1: It was for for kids. Yeah, that time we parked... Was that the time that we kept feeding the meter? Because we parked like... It was like... Exactly. like It was during the week we both had off from work. Yeah. But the meters were running so we had to go back every hour, two hours to feed the meter. Yeah. That's how it's been... A couple times we did that. No, I think like two or three times. The time times. when we came with Steve, we, we had a parking
0: lot. Yeah, we went to the parking lot. Yeah. And I think one other time we went to the parking lot too, which we should do today unless the, unless we find a spot because there's no meters. Yeah, we're gonna have
1: so. to.
0: Do, yeah. Right today, there's no meters. There should not be any meters.
1: Holy Island
0: That hot dog stand's gonna be full as fuck. Yeah. I forgot how the this whole like tradition thing I think came up because of you. I, don't like, know how it started. I think it was that I said I never had Nathan's before. Like, we were, I don't know. We we're talking about like the original Nathan's or some shit. And you said let's make a, a beach day out of it. Okay. I think something like that. And it was just dope the first time around. Like playing hooky from work and fucking. Yeah.
1: They, they made it much nicer. They put a lot of work into it. It used to be like a shithole.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant it like Nathan's. <laughs> nah. Yeah. This weekend. Uh What did I do? I did do some, uh, my sister-in-law's birthday was on Friday We actually went to Cahaba To Stephen's restaurant How is it over there now? It's cool I haven't been there in months or years But it's like he still has Like that's what I asked him to like before I went Because you know I don't like, like all the clubbing And like lounge right, shit right, or whatever right. um, But he still has it as like a regular restaurant until, he told me until like 11, 30 but it was like, it was more like 10, 10.30, like the DJ sets up and then it just turns into like a full-fledged lounge type shit, which is cool if that's what, you know, if you're into whatever, like there was already people there like anticipating yeah, that. Yeah, i I
1: follow, I follow them on Instagram. Yeah. And I was we always posting pictures, it looks like a full-fledged club in there. Yeah, it's always back. They do like day parties on the weekends too. I think. Yeah,
0: like in the back he has like Benicudi Pia bands and shit. It's pretty cool. But we went. The food was the food was awesome. He has um, I think he like recently switched up the chef to like a chef that came from like a, a famous restaurant. Like I none of I don't know if it's famous or whatever. But he said it was like a really good restaurant, Mama Sushi, okay, or something like that. And he's in he's the head chef of Gaobana. The food is banging. it was really good.
1: Nice. It looks good, they always pictures of the food over there. Yeah. That skirt
0: steak sauce was amazing. Yeah. I had a, that's why I had skirt steak. It was good? Yeah, it was really good. And I tried what else did I try? Like somebody else had the the mafongo come the on Like the shrimp mafongo? Which is really good. And I know he does like brunches and stuff are like popular and like the bands play during the day, like on Sundays or whatever. I did that Friday, Saturday. Didn't do much. Had a doctor's appointment, ran errands. Nice.
1: Did I tell you I'm going to have Giants game next Sunday? Yeah, you did. Week one.
0: Nice. What do you think of the safe one? Um, Is he really going to be the truth? Is he really going to be the next... He's uh, supposed to be a beast. What do they say? The next um I don't know. Barry Sanders? Yeah. Super running back.
1: It's Barry Sanders. He kind of needs to be for them. Yeah. I don't know if he likes it
0: And he's already like a like a media darling or whatever. Yeah. Nike sponsorship. It's like on the news. And well,
1: didn't he sign with The Rock? Did he? I think so. I think he's ROC.
0: Shut up. <laughs> you know what was my first thought? <laughs> Dwayne Johnson from Ballers, the Rock <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: no, Opa's got a he's got a you know he's got his own agency. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. like
0: the sports yeah. thing or whatever. What's with it? Like uh Kano was in it or is in it? Uh, yeah, so is kind of man
1: it's a lot of people Nice. His clientele's growing.
0: That's fucking sick. Yeah. He like branched out into like just a full fledged mobile.
1: Yeah, to sell his stake in uh that's to do it. Yeah, yeah, I remember. that. That's sick. Well, that's pretty sick.
0: What you? Oh, what you think of four four four?
1: Nah. Really? It was good, but it wasn't like. Yeah, I, mean, I like it was, so much. It was wasn't my favorite. One of my
0: favorites. It was my second favorite. Next Get up, out of here. I swear to God, next up, Blueprint. Blueprint's my
1: first. No, black, the black comes better than four four four. I don't think so. Okay. I would have to go back and release them, but. My favorite album, obviously the Blueprint, uh, the Black Album, Reasonable Doubt. True. I've been hearing good things about Eminem's album.
0: It's sick. I, ha- I have it. If you want to hear it. Yeah.
1: It's you
0: know the the shit with Eminem. Like I'm completely biased. Like the last album, you I know that I heard the last got album. so dogged. Yeah, it, lay, it was like under the radar, but it, and it was like highly. It was a it was a bad combination. Poor, just sick. Damn. Anyway, sorry. What are you saying? <laughs> no no Um, It was a combination of being highly anticipated and, like, overhyped and then, like, kind of, like, flopping. Well, quote-unquote flopping because he still goes fucking platinum. You know, Eminem could put a blank CD
1: in there to go platinum. Right. Um, I heard that, like, uh, is it this album? I think it was this album where he was saying that he regrets criticizing Trump coming out with that that song, bashing Trump.
0: Yeah, but he said that in the context of, um, because that was one of the biggest criticisms that, that he got. Um, saying that, you know, he's on his, uh, uh, what is it? Social Justice Warrior shit. Um, and nobody likes woke Eminem. And <laughs> they are calling him, uh, um, Marshall, Mar- Marshall Thurgood Mathers. <laughs> 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 or Thurgood Marshall or something like that. And... But then, like, some people are saying that they like when artists use their white privilege, quote-unquote, to, like, that's combat like, racism and injustice and shit.
1: That's, like, Jamel Hill, even though she's not white. Jamel Hill, like, they were called, because, you know, like, when she, her and the other guy, Michael Smith, they moved from, like, they had their own little ESPN thing Oh, yeah, 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 They yeah. moved to Sports Center, which uh-huh. is, like, ESPN's, pr- like, you know, number like, one prime show. time It's, mainstream, like, it's yeah. like, the main news. It's, like, like, the 8 o'clock evening news, you know? Yeah. Um, Like, you know how she's very political, and, you know, she's, like, a social justice warrior, too. 7 eight. Um, so like the, the people kept calling into the sports center, woke center. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And it's like a lot of people get like I don't know like sick of that shit or whatever, right? Yeah. Because, so I mean, you tune in to something, especially a show like Sports Center. I mean, yeah. You kind of want to tune in just so for get sports. The, get the updates, get yeah. the highlights. What I missed, who won, who lost. Not like. Like
0: um, politics is bleeding like too yeah. much into like everything else.
1: It worked perfectly on her other show because that show was not really just like about the news. It was more like about, A variety like, type. It was more like opinion.
0: Like, okay. Sports is really
1: not about opinion. Just give me, give me, the, give me what, what's give going me, on in sports. Give me yeah. Give me the results. Who won? Who lost? Give me the highlights.
0: Yeah. But yeah, that was one of one of his biggest criticisms. And then the the second biggest criticism that I kind of agree with, but I didn't think it was bad. But again, I'm biased. Everybody take this with a grain of salt. Um, is that he had a lot of pop features. He had uh, his main singles was Beyonce. He had Pink on there. He had Ed Sheeran on there. Um, so he had a, like a lot of like poppy songs. Right. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then. People that combated that criticism were like, "Yeah, but Eminem is is a pop star. He's the most popular fucking rapper ever. He just happens to be one of the most the illest lyricists as, as well. You know what I mean? So yeah, you can't like play with pop song. For yeah, music. but this the, but this album was like a little heavy, heavier on the pop side. Okay, um, and it, it definitely wasn't his his best work. I'll say that. But I liked it. Like I liked a bunch of songs on the album. But this one, he went back to." my favorite version of Eminem, which is, like, like, Marshall Mathers' LP1 and 2 was kind of like that. And, like, the Eminem show, like, more angry slash cocky Eminem. Like, I'm the oldest at this shit. Nobody else could fuck with me. Like, right. he, he went back towards that direction with this album. And he didn't hype it. He dropped it. Nobody even knew he was coming out with an album. He even, like, put it out as, as you know, I decided not to overthink this one. Um, that was his like Like quote Like when he released The album or whatever And he put it out And it was sick And it also goes back to What Like I Really like In hip hop Which is like the You know like the whole Battling scene or whatever Yep And um You know as, as long as It stays hip hop It's like That's the root of hip hop That's like the other shit Like mm-hmm. I watch a lot of Like uh, I don't wanna go Like I don't Like high level but Like battle rap like there's a certain segment of battle rap that they even do like pay per views for, and it's like like UFC right. fights, yeah. And their and, like the, their their quality of uh, like distribution and like just the the aesthetics of it is like on like next level. It's not like grainy little VCR uh, videos anymore. Like it's like really good, like really produced, like really well. And it's like uh, they have like a, a lot of like popular dudes um, in battle rap. So I watch watched a lot of that. But anyway, in this album, Eminem goes uh, he mentioned Charlemagne, because Charlemagne was like a big critic of, of of the last album. He he goes at Drake, Machine Gun Kelly. He goes at Charlemagne? Uh, yeah. And and Charlemagne even said it. Like he was like, Eminem completely redeeming the stuff with this album and you know, even though he, he like criticized me, you know, I'm not gonna go back on what I said. Um, the last album was whack, but this one is completely dope. Um who else did he go at? Joe Budden, he went at um, Machine Gun Kelly, Drake, a few people. I forgot who else. Like three or four other people, which is dope. It's like going back to like the essence of, of like battle rap. And Charlamagne even said it. Like somebody asked him, like, do you think any of them are going to respond to him? They're like, nobody wants to win. Nobody's going to respond. Yeah, no, that's just dumb. <laughs> yeah. With suicide? Career suicide type shit. He's like the only one that might do it, but he said like he retired and he's on his um, more like media type thing. Is uh, Joe Button, <laughs> which would be interesting. But but aside from that, yeah, I, I like the fucking album.
1: Drake should respond. That'd be interesting.
0: Yeah, but if he didn't do it, it with uh, he didn't respond back to to push it to you, he's not gonna go at him. I think. And it was a it was a dope like one liner. The M said he goes uh to Drake. You know how, how Drake's uh like thing or album, or whatever, is like views from the six. Right. Um. Eminem said, "Yeah, you got views, but my views are higher. So when we talk about views, you get overlooked or some shit like that." <laughs> Pretty sick, yo We are arriving near Coney Island, I'm driving by the PJs right now, with the windows up, doors locked. <laughs> Looking for parking. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's dope I actually saw on, on have you been to the
1: new aquarium?
0: I never have we always say we, every time we come we say we're gonna go
1: I went months like years ago it was dope it's nice
0: must, must be nice
1: yeah
0: driving by the cyclone right now the world's oldest roller coaster the world's oldest roller coaster I was about to say I thought it was like New York's oldest but is it the world's? I mean I think it's the country nice
1: freaking made of wood and you pay me enough money
0: to go on that <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna go the we got we, we got whiplash I think we oh, we did
1: go on it right? we did, we did go on wow, it wow I must have been high <laughs> yeah, or both <laughs> I would never do that oh man is that a
0: spot No parking any time that way uh, I got a mini hoop I think I might be able to yeah. fit it is a spot if you fit before like this green thing it is right yeah
1: where's Nathan think we're close enough? It's probably two blocks, three blocks maybe. We're close enough, right? We're Hell yeah. Bring the stuff back to the car and then go there, you know? Yeah. Let me see something. What the parking? Huh? I want to see where Nathan's is.
0: Well, it's on the street. It can't be that far. Can we park here? It's not as far as that big ass building over there. It's before then and that building is that far.
1: This is a spot, right? Yeah. Right. Should, we, should we get greedy and see if there's anything up there, or we should just take this spot?
0: I say just take this one. Yeah, right. Let's not get greedy. Look at all those cars, double parking and shit. All right, folks. We're going to hit the beach, get some vitamin D.
1: Shit, bro. We lucked out. Take
0: some shots at Shiva's, drink some Oktoberfest Sam Adams, which must be from last year since we're not at October yet. Must have been brewed <laughs> last year, I guess. <laughs> And get some Nathan's at the world's. Is that the world's first Nathan's? The country's first Nathan's? The original? Let's do this! Then come back and record some more. Peace. Hello? Hello, Pablo. Is this thing on? This thing is on. This is a continuation. Spun today podcast on the beach. Pablo and I are about two Oktoberfests in. On our third, and uh, two shots of Chivas in. Chivas, feeling chill, on Coney Island right now in Brooklyn. Looking at the beach, chillaxing,
1: and just shooting the shit. Yep. The cyclone is not a safe roller coaster.
0: <laughs> we heard the fucking the cyclone behind us. I thought like there was a like a trash can like uh, fucking. What's it called? The sanitation department was like rolling out yep. like a big that's what it, fucking that's,
1: bin behind us. That's what it sounded like. And we turned around and it was—it was
0: the cyclone just like making its yeah. regular rounds,
1: making its regular rounds around wooden tracks. <laughs> there there it go. is, right there. I wonder if it—it it really does sound like 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 a, like a, like a recycling. It sounds like a recycling machine. It does. Like a stop and shop, like you know, <laughs> when like you see like those like those like weirdos like you know, like change, changing the plastic bottles. They got, like and you know. <laughs> Plastic bags bigger than them with like bottles in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like rumbling. It's nuts. I used to do that when I was a little kid. I think everybody did that when they were little, right? I don't know, maybe they didn't. I did. I would collect those like those bottles, and you'd get a couple dollars from it, you know. But when you're young, like that's what did you need money for? You just part of the game. You would get like a like one of the, like a quarter water and a quarter chips, and you. You know good.
0: what? I did. I didn't do that like going around, but I did that while I used to when I was younger, like packed bags at the supermarket and then bottles that I used to like drink and like stuff and like cans and stuff that I used to drink like while I was there packing bags I would change that in the machine for like 25 cents or whatever you know by end of day type of thing but yeah that was actually my first I think my first like paid gig was that like fucking packing
1: bags in the supermarket my pops used to work at a supermarket speaking about packing bags did you hear about the dude from from the Cosby show that they saw him pack He, like, he packs bags in At a supermarket Who? The guy from the Cosby show the, Which one? Uh-huh. Uh, there's, there's like a few guys the
0: br- <laughs> there's, a, there's a rapist There's Jam- <laughs> Jamal I think Jamal the, the brother The older brother No, Theo? Yeah, Theo Hell no I don't believe that yeah. he's, in, he's in a show now He's in um.
1: Well, it was a big thing Mr. Looking Robot up, There was a big thing Where like they, they saw him They spotted him Packing bags at a supermarket like was, his own bags when he went grocery shopping type no, shit like, or like he worked work there like packing bags
0: nah I don't yeah. buy that at all
1: look it up I'm saying like it was like a big thing and like it, the bigger thing was the outcry like everybody was like like shaming him for it like now like you know you can't do that now so everybody was saying no it's an honorable job like you know it shouldn't be about a fall from grace it should be about like you know perseverance and get the fuck out of working hard
0: I have to look that up yeah
1: I'm pretty sure it was yeah I'm like almost I'm like 90% sure that's who it was
0: I would understand if it was like the, like the the kid from the Cosby Show that used to be in like in love with Rudy, um, Stanley, I think his name was, that she used to call Bud all the time, that he was like, oh my brother said that women shouldn't be treated equally as men because men are superior, like that type of shit.
1: <laughs> Imagine he said that now. He was beyond yeah, this time. Be- <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> he'd be crucified on the spot. <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> no, but um, I
0: thought like I, I would see that just because I haven't like seen him like in anything else like since then. But like Theo from the Cosby Show the brother like he was literally in one of my current favorite shows which is Mr. Robot. Like he's a recurring actor in that which whatever SAG pays for like minimum acting roles has to be way more than what you make packing bags.
1: I'm trying to look for it. that's insane.
0: Yeah, jo- Geoffrey Owens is that is that the other? No, no, no. He's uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner. Malcolm Malcolm Jamal Warner or Malcolm Jamal Warner.
1: The former Cosby Show star was snapped by a shopper see, working who, behind who, the who
0: counter of a Trader Joe's in New Jersey. Let me see who he, his picture. To he see who played
1: he was. Elvin Thibodeau?
0: Elvin Thibodeau. Elvin.
1: Oh, the young doctor who married into the Cosby family. Yeah, he
0: was he was one of the the sisters of the Cosby Show, like the Cosby family, he the Huxtables. He was one of the sisters' husbands. Oh, well, Elvin. that guy! I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I could see more too, cause I'd never seen him. But Theo, like, it couldn't be. Okay, like, he's in shit. You
1: know. Yeah, well, that dude he got spotted. He's he packs bags at uh, at a Trader Joe's in Jersey. Damn, that's sick. Yeah.
0: Wow. Would you go to that Trader Joe's just to see him Like if you were a fan of the show I didn't know who
1: he was <laughs> I <laughs> thought it was Theo. What do I know Oh <laughs> man
0: You know who I saw um, It was like a similar story about Was um, Boy Meets World Remember the show Boy Meets World um, I've heard of it I never saw it You serious? Never saw it Where the fuck were you around TJF times? Actually, like chilling with girls and shit, or <laughs> like you were watching TV like the rest of us <laughs> <I was> trying. <laughs> um, there was a guy, oh my god, that was like that's
1: what it, was called, right? Yeah,
0: it was Thank like god line- it's Friday. Friday night lineup. Yeah, DJI, yeah. So I it's that. coming back actually on ABC. Was that channel seven? Yeah, me and my wife were really excited about it because we saw the commercial for it saying TJF will return or whatever. And it's like something that was like popular like in our childhood I had like family matters and like step by step and boy meets world and like a bunch of. Like different like shows or whatever. Like the main primetime shows were like they wanted to be T J F, you know, in that like lineup. Okay. And it's coming back like next month or some shit. But anyway, there was a a character on Boy Meets World, which was a show that was on T J F, and he was a bartender in the city here in New York. Really? Yeah. Good for him. Make good money. Yeah. Hell yeah. I used to bartend when I was in there. Really? I used to love that shit.
1: Hell yeah. used a (laughs) bartender, wait tables looking at us like what are they doing <laughs> <laughs> how was it did you like bartending
0: i did actually because it was it was at a time in my life when i had like zero bills zero worries zero anything i was uh, yeah but you make good
1: money doing that too.
0: Ha- and you make good money you know what i mean like it wasn't yeah. like it was like uh, um i was a junior Especially I, Manhattan. I, like I, a- I was 16 when i started i, I didn't work in manhattan <laughs> but still, still made like though though but Manhattan was always like the People who work in Manhattan Make like a shitload of, the, of money where did you Um, at? In Jamaica, Queens And in Mineola, Long Island I worked in
1: two places Portuguesa Yeah,
0: the Portuguese restaurants That's where I picked up uh, Little
1: of my Portuguese speak I uh-huh. dated a Portuguese girl from Mineola Yeah Did I tell you a story about her? No, you this was like, This is like this past summer Beginning of the summer um so me, the girl with now, we've only been in a couple of months, but like at the beginning of the summer I, I was hooking up with this Portuguese girl that I met online at one of the one of the sites. I think it was Tinder. Um nice. swipe right. Yeah, I swipe right. <laughs> she turned out to be a nut job. Check this out. Yeah. She's nuts, dude. Shocker. So so, what you call it? So, we were dating, we dated for like a month and a half, not even that long. So, like, I don't feel bad, like, yo, I kept it real. I was, after a month and a half, I was like, Listen, I don't see this going anywhere, you know. So, I, I was up front with her. You know, I could have been a dick and like prolonged it for the whole summer and been like, Wh- whatever, and then like dropped her. But I was like, No, I was like, It's not nice. So I was like, Listen, I'm not feeling this, it's not going anywhere. She couldn't, she flipped out. She didn't like, she was just weird, like, she was very aggressive. And she's like, What do you mean? This and that. And then she kept like texting me and all this stuff. She's like, I just like, she was like one of those girls like demands an explanation like yeah, for everything, yeah. and it's like sometimes like there's no explanation, it's just like it's just not there. Just it is. It, it just it is. is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean? And I get it. And listen, I've been dumb too, so I get it. You know, so I'm, you know, I'm not trying to be here on a high horse, like. what a girl's like said to me, I'm not feeling. It. I was like, all right, I get it. She's just not feeling it. You know, like yeah. I'm not gonna sit there and be like, but why?
0: <laughs> Whatever the explanation is, like it's not gonna help you. Yeah,
1: exactly. You know, so like, it's not like, gonna help the
0: relationship. Yeah,
1: sometimes there's no answer. It's not like a, it's not like a math equation, right? Where yeah. there's like, you know, like a final answer. You know. True. Yeah. So. Anyway, she, she couldn't understand it, and she was just like, but why, but why? I was like, there is no why. You're asking the wrong question. It just is what it is, you know? I'm just not feeling it. You know, I wish I was, but I'm not, you know? And then, so we stopped talking for like a month, right? And then this is my part. My bad. I don't know this one. So, like, a, like a month later, like, it was June 9th. I remember that because it was the Belmont Stakes, the last leg of the Triple Crown horse racing. Gotcha. So, there's the Kentucky Derby. There's the Preakness Stakes, and then there's the Belmont Stakes,
0: isn't it only called a triple crown like when somebody wins like all three races or some shit?
1: Well, all three, uh, yeah, well, it's, it's true, but it's still part of the triple crown. So, like, it's called the last, like, even if someone, no one wins it, it's, it's called the last They're leg. they still on the bench called triple, triple crown? Yeah. Even if nobody all wins three it of All three of them three. are part of the triple crown, you know? Gotcha, okay, okay. You know, I'm, if you win the first two, the, tri- the triple crown is, is alive and well. It's open, right? But like, if it's if the horse doesn't win the first two, then there really is no triple crown to so be had. Th- so the events themselves are called triple crown. They're called part of the triple crown,
0: yeah. And if somebody wins the first, then you're a two, triple crown champion. All three events, then they are a triple, crown, triple champion. crown
1: champion. Gotcha. Okay. So it was the last leg of the triple crown, the Belmont Stakes, and it was up for grabs because the horse won, won the first two. So we were live. Nice. Okay. Right. And he ended up winning the Triple Crown, but that's not what, that's not the point of the story. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> she was she was at the Triple Crown with her friends, so she was, like, day drinking all day. I was out with my friends. I don't know where I was, but I was day drinking, too. So, I don't know. I, I, I fucked up. I texted her, which I shouldn't have. But drunk text? Yeah, yeah drunk happened. text. Yeah, was, I was day drinking all day. And then she was at the Belmont. So she was like, I'm at the Belmont. I've been drinking all day. I was like, we just started texting. I was like, why don't you come over? And blah, blah, blah. One thing led to another. She comes over. You know, we hook up. And then, which made it worse, because the next day, she was just like, she thought, like, we were back together, yeah. you know? Like, you know, we were... Expectations being exact, yeah, like, back up Yeah, exactly. Which is... I get it. I it's like up. all the
0: negative shit before, like, it races, and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm at, that uh, <laughs> yeah. That is your bad. Oh, it's <laughs> totally my bad. I'm, like, not, <laughs> I'm not running from that. That was my bad.
0: Like, going in, you have to, like, expect that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anticipate, like, that blow.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I threw it all in for one night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't blame you for it, either, okay. you know? So like, then... <laughs>
1: We hung out, like, one other time after that, right? We went to dinner, and then I was like, oh, man, this sucks. Like, nothing's changed. I know this is not going to be a long-term thing, you know? Yeah. And then I end up meeting my girl, and so we're, like, up, we're hanging out 4th of July weekend with my girl, right? We're up in Connecticut or at her place, on her rooftop. She lives in, like, uh, like, like well, you know, those new construction buildings that have, like, rooftops with, like, you know. Nice. With, like, you know like lounges like TVs like you know barbecues like you know like I don't b- know but that sounds yeah. awesome <laughs> <Where are> you? <laughs> if you don't know now you know <laughs> right so yeah like rooftop now like if you feel like like you know these new construction buildings like have like sick rooftops you know um, is that anyway, in New York or In Jersey? Connecticut Connecticut oh, okay yeah, yeah. so we're hanging up there right and we take a picture. It was Fourth of July, right? So we like we take a selfie. Just mean we were like, you know, we were drinking. We were just having fun, you know. Just yeah. bullshitting. We're, we're like let's take a selfie. We take a selfie. Like an idiot, I post on Instagram. But I thought I had blocked the the crazy Portuguese girl. <laughs> I thought I blocked her, right? <laughs> she Has to be Portuguese. But she only um, cool because that's how the whole story started. It was because you said Mineola. So Can't pull circle <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so. I only blocked my my. You know what? Do you, you know how the Instagram now has like the timeline, not the timeline, the stories. Yeah. yeah, So the stories and their posts. So when I blocked her, I only blocked the story, not the posts. Ah, uh-huh. so, so she, she could she still, still see like all your other shit. Yeah. So she saw the posts. So I posted the picture on Instagram. It's, like, it's, it's not even like that, like crazy. It's like her kissing me on the cheeks. So like honestly, you could be like, oh, that's your friend. You're just messing around, you know? It's not like well, I mean, it's it's kind of borderline. Like, all right, that, you're hooking up with that girl, but. Uh, that's not even the point she sees it she starts texting me the whole night like a maniac Damn. she was like oh well that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't long you found someone else real quick blah blah blah, like going off calling me texting I was like oh my god and then this is the kicker 11:45 at that night this was like at seven o'clock eight o'clock when i posted it 11 she texts me she's like well hope you and ruth that's her, she knew her name She's like, Hoping you Ruth Have a great time together she, she went in <laughs> She went Digging into social medias But how the fuck Does she know her name <laughs> Right I'm like This is crazy I'm like How'd you know her name She was like Oh it just so happens to know That I'm hanging out tonight With my friends from Long Island Cause she, oh, So Ruth is from she, She's originally from Long Island But lives in Connecticut now Right She grew up in Long Island Oh, sure. Actually she grew up In Flushing, Queens But that's a different story For a different day <laughs> <But> she, <laughs> For she a future on, episode Of the yeah, podcast Yeah she went to the same Grammar school actually Oh shit But then she like Did you know her back then No She okay. went to high school In Long Island And moved to Connecticut That's um, nuts So I know this story's taking forever But Take your time Unlimited so, so The beauty of podcast world yep. So then She's like texting me Like crazy Like oh I just happened to be In Long Island hang, Hanging with my friends From Long Island And they recognized her In the picture you posted You know this and that she's like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to her and tell her that like me and you are together all this I'm like yo you're nuts I'm like we're not together we haven't hooked up in weeks (laughs) like thank god thank god I didn't hook up with her while I I didn't I never hooked up with her while I I was with Ruth you know so it was like she had nothing I knew she had nothing on me right so the next morning me and Ruth go to brunch I'm like, I gotta tell Because this girl keeps blowing up my phone I was like, this yeah. girl's nuts She's going to do something crazy It's like, let me, let me tell her Let me get in front of this yeah. Let me tell her, right? That's true so I like, just want you to know I posted a picture of us last night This girl is nuts She knows you Apparently she knows you. some of your friends So she knows who you are She's going to reach out to you I have a feeling she's going to reach out to you Like, 15, 20 minutes later While we're at brunch Her phone blows up It's her It's the Portuguese girl Hitting her up on Facebook Messenger how did, how
0: did she react? your girl react like When you told she, her that That she was going to like When you told her about it, pretty much
1: Put it this way Thank God I told her ahead of time. You know, what women are women. Just don't want to be blindsided.
0: Yeah, true. You tell
1: them ahead of time. No matter how bad it is, they don't want to be like embarrassed. It's about a shit. lot worse if they get blindsided. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So true. she was fine with it. She was like, she was like, oh my God. She was like, she just texted me asking me how long we've been dating. That me and Pablo just you know broke up, and she wants closure, this and that. It was nuts, dude. That's nuts. It was insane. And then she just like, she was like, what do you want me to write back? I was like, oh. I was like pissed off. She was like, I'm just gonna write back saying, hey, we're just friends. We just linked up again after 15 years of, of not seeing each other, which is true. Um, Shit, it's a crazy story how me and her got together. I'll tell you about that later. Um, she was pretty much honest with her, and then and the Portuguese answered back like she got calmed down. She's like, okay, thank you. I just wanted to know. I guess she just wanted to make sure that she wasn't being played the whole time, which she wasn't. Like I mean, her met after. Yeah. You know? But isn't that crazy? And that I told is. all my friends about that. And my friend, even all my friends that are girl, grow- like you know, my friends like my friend Kelly, my friend Jamie. Even they said it. They were like, "Yo, that girl's, that chick is nuts." You know, it's like she was a little date,
0: like extra. You guys dated for thing.
1: a month. It's not like you guys were married. It's not like you guys dated for a year, two years, married. Like this girl's reaching out to people that you post pictures of on Facebook with or, or Instagram, and you dated for a month. That's nuts. That's a little over the top. My friend Kelly was like, "I would never do that." That's a good friend. <laughs> that does sound like a
0: little yeah. insane.
1: I mean, it's one thing if we like dated like long term.
0: Not even. I mean, I guess. I guess it'll be. It'll give you like some sort of like justification or some sort of.
1: Yeah. I mean, even that. You can like
0: rationalize it a little bit like, if you right, like dated with somebody like, for let's a long say you, time. You but you hang out like,
1: with a girl for a month, right? Doesn't work out. You hook up once after that, but that's it. And then like a month later, you see her post a picture with some dude. You track that dude down and call him. And like, why are you with her? Yeah, exactly. That's it's like, like dude, that's nuts. You're embarrassing yourself. Like guys wouldn't do that Yeah, like you're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> it's like you dated her for a month. You know, it's not your you know, it's not even your ex-wife or anything, you know? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's insane.
1: That's my Portuguese story.
0: <laughs> Back to my Portuguese story of <laughs> so I was in high school. <laughs> I was like sixteen. And that's when I got my, my first like i guess like official job after packing bags when i was like in eighth grade seventh grade like tip shit it was my oh as a matter of fact when i was i packed bags when my dad used to work in a restaurant in a, a supermarket i mean and he was like the manager of like the delhi like area whatever the section and i used to go with him on saturdays i remember when i was like in second or third grade and I used to, like, pack bags, like, on, like, Saturdays, like, through the summer, like, type of thing I used to make. I think the most I made was enough to buy, like, a 14 or, like, $17, like, pencil holder thing that I thought was the most <laughs> awesome thing ever, like, to go back to school. I still remember it. It was, like, it kind of looked like a Trapper Keeper type of thing. Like it had like that that like plastic but with like velcro on it and it like sealed you know what i mean and it had like buttons on it and it shot open like different compartments that like came out like an eraser or like a little ruler or like a little it was like dope i i love that thing <laughs> i remember i bought that <laughs> and then that was just like you know little elementary school like side gigs or whatever but when i was in junior high I used to pack bags like on my own. Like I went to like some random restaurant that a friend of mine in junior high. I went to 210 in Queens. He used to go to the pack bags after school, and I, I started going with him like on the regular, like after school every day for like a couple hours, and it was a uh, compare foods on like Liberty Avenue and on like the borderline of like Brooklyn and Queens. And I remember there, I actually used to, like, make dough, like, $15, $20 a day for, like, a kid in 7th, 8th grade. That is dough. It was, it was dough. <laughs> I remember I bought my first pair of anything that I've ever bought myself, <laughs> like, like clothes-wise or whatever. Um, it was a pair of dolomite boots that were, like, in style back then. And I remember I, I bought myself those, and I think I, like, stopped after that. Like, I stopped working after that. No. <laughs> But like a quick side note, he actually showed me how to like rig uh payphones. Like if you put a clothespin <laughs> on the side, like there was a payphone, like right behind us, like where we used to pack bags. Do payphones still exist? I don't think so. Like very rarely, but there was like a uh talk about a dying thing. I know, right? <laughs> Bell Atlantic. Um
1: Bell Atlantic, about? that was old school. <laughs> yeah.
0: There were, like if you stick a clothespin into the payphone on the side Like where the key goes Like there's like a entry for like a key thing Where the, you know they, the people I guess Who worked on payphone I remember that, yeah. Used to like yep, collect the money that. or whatever If you stick a, a, a pincho Like a hair pincho thing that girls wear A um, hair clip it, Yeah a hair clip or whatever but, like, so the, little, the little metal, <laughs> metal ones yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The little metal ones You stick on the side In a certain way like he showed me you fucking use the the like where you put the receiver the phone like you you press it like eight times that's eight you press it you press it once that's a zero you press it nine times that's a nine and like we used to dial like that like morse code type shit like sticking the pincho bench on the side to like dr and i called i remember i called like dr a couple times like from there are you serious yeah for free like it would work. I thought it was like an urban legend. No, that actually it, works? Fucking, it fucking works, bro. I swear to God. It. Well, I. I don't even think there's landlines anymore. <laughs> that have like the receiver thing, but you could try it from home if you do have a landline. If you press like seven, you press don't seven times. I have a phone. I have my cell phone. You press? Yeah, exactly. You like, have a home it phone. It doesn't exist anymore. Nah. I actually have. I pay for a home phone because it's part of like the package. The package? Yeah. But I don't have a, a physical like landline. But if you press like. So you was, just pay
1: for it and like just eat it
0: because yeah, because it's em? part of the package. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. 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 Um. So you get like internet, cable, and like landline. I just it's still
1: cheaper to have that have it with it, right? Exactly. I gotta. Than I to just should, like I should call them cable and landline. Yo, I gotta call. I gotta do a lot of work this week. Like my insurance went up. Like my AT&T bill went up. Like I gotta call. I gotta call Geico. I gotta call AT&T. My shit's like. My Geico they went take up. advantage of you. I think if you don't speak up, they'll just keep charging you rates. I my think. Geico went up actually by like. Uh, I think like 15 to 20 bucks Mine
0: too I hit them up And they told me that That rates for New York right Medi- Yeah in New York for medical And for Like accident repair shit Has gone up So they had to do like a A blanket Like overhaul of everybody's Like policy. Okay, so it's not just me And it increased a bit No it's not just true
1: Yeah my thing went up
0: My at went up also But I never hit them up It went up like Like five I got a call Like five them. bucks or something it's like
1: ridiculous. that It's ridiculous Yeah they it works your- too when you call them. Like you threaten to leave them, it works sometimes. Yeah, sometimes true. it does. It does. It happened. That happened to me with like my, like, like my American Express. I, I was even. I was just like you know doing like you know like just calling all my credit cards, and I I called them and I was just like, how much is my interest rate by the way? I called them for something com- completely different. Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh by the way, how much is my interest rate? They were like, they got all nervous. They're like, why? I'm like, well, not they didn't say why, but you could tell they got nervous. They're yeah. like, oh, you're paying like, whatever twenty percent. It's like oh, but we could drop it down to eleven percent. Like they thought I was calling to like cancel the card because my interest rate was too high. They got they, they got so defensive. They're like we could drop it to eleven percent. Then I was like okay,
0: alright, do that. <laughs> <laughs> <All> right, sure. <laughs>
1: yes, please.
0: <laughs> so then um what I was saying about that. All right, so I got the dolomites or whatever. So that was like my like first like all my own like job like go getter like job type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then when I was sixteen in high school, I was a freshman in high school. And, or sophomore, I think at that point. Like, beginning of sophomore year, I got the job at the Portuguese restaurant where, that's where I learned to be, like, conversational and fucking, like, Portuguese. Because I started, like, asking, you can know. You speak good Portuguese? I'm conversational Like, I wouldn't say good. Um, I can't, like, write a book in Portuguese or something. You know what I mean? But I could. You could talk. I could pick up things and and have you s- get a choppy conversation. Exactly, yeah. I could get by. Um, have you been to Portugal? No never oh, it's beautiful I always wanted to yeah I have, I have a, a friend that recently went and like I still uh, you know a couple people like I, I'm still in touch with from like back in those days like they go to Portugal like every year like I would go to like the arts everything you know um so I started working at this Portuguese restaurant in Jamaica Queens which one uh Olavadores which is still there and it was like a family style restaurant a what they called a like, a bar side and, like, a dining room side. I used to work on the dining room side. I was 16 years old. I was the, the busboy is what I started as. Okay. And then I would help out on the bar side. Like, I would tell them, like, you know, hey, if you guys need help, you know, I, w- I want to go to, the, like, the other side and help. And it's literally, like, one wall, like, dividing us. Like, you can walk over from the other side. And, but they had it, like, separated, you know, like a, a dining room experience and a bar experience and like as a kid like i always looked older so they were like you know what whatever and legally in new york you can you can uh serve liquor when you're 18 like even though you can't drink like you don't you don't have to be 21 to drink yeah Uh, it was back then i don't know what it is now but at 18 you can serve you just can't drink so but by like you know six months in i was already like working in the bar and like helping them out because I was just, like, willing to do the work, you know what I mean? They are like, okay. all right, if you want to work for the same pay, like, go ahead, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I used to work on both sides, on the on the dining room side and the bartending side and the bar side. And um, then eventually, like, by the time I was, like, 17, 18 years old, I started bartending. Um, I was bartending in the bar some days I was uh, working in the dining room some days like on my own as like I went for like busboy to like bartender and head waiter and like I was on like both sides moving up in the world Huh? Moving up in yeah. the world. <laughs> and th-
1: th- this is you, you thing- ever seen Coming to America? Of I just course. thought. I just thought of of that right now.
0: If anybody that's listening to this right now has not seen Coming to America, turn this off. You're not allowed to listen to this podcast. <laughs> like,
1: of course. I started on mop up duty just like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm on fries. <laughs> I was a <like>, Louis Anderson.
0: <laughs> you know that McDowell's? That they they use that. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if this is like true or not, but I'm pretty sure. That they use the um, McDonald's that's on Suffolk Boulevard and Jamaica Avenue. That's like right across the street from Wendy's. I think that's the location that they used for the McDowells, the, the fake inside McDowells. It. You mean the inside of it? And the outside, even. They no, showed the like was outside Queen's shots. Boulevard.
1: That was legit. Yeah, Queen's, yeah that's what Queen's I'm saying. Boulevard. Queens Boulevard
0: and, and Suffolk Boulevard. Like where that like crosses. Or well, like no. Queens Boulevard and Jamaica Avenue.
1: There's a McDonald's there? There is, oh, there right is. across the street from Wendy's. No, I think the that's what The one what they in Elmhurst, the one by Queens Mall. Really? I'm pretty sure they did, yeah. Oh, okay, then I'm wrong. Then. I'm pretty sure they did. I told you when I was dating Remember Kelly My ex-girlfriend Kelly I remember the name um, She had friends from from Europe That came in from England And visited us for like a weekend The only thing they wanted to do Was go to that McDowell's Get the fuck yeah, out of They were like Can we take a picture in front of it I was like It's a Wendy's now But okay <laughs> get the fuck we out! We had to go know. one day, and we, we, I pulled up in front, and they wanted like take pictures. We like literally took like like it was like, like it was like a tourist site, like it was like the World Trade Center or something. Get like, get the fuck out <laughs> of it. yeah, they were like, that's the only thing they cared about. They're like, all right, we're done. That's insane. <laughs> we we got what we came here for. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, yo, but back to the the Portuguese story. So then, I went from there to the person that was the manager of the. The restaurant section he left to go work at a restaurant in midiola and then he took the guy that also was like above me that like trained me um when he went over there he called him and then he wound up going over there also so then that's where i like got bumped up to like all right now you're like the head whatever you you were like the next in line you know everything whatever just like run the living room the dining room type of thing and then that guy called me and said, "Do you wanna uh, do you wanna come work in Mineola? You know, it's it's more money or whatever, whatever, blah blah." blah. And I told him by that time I was like a, a junior or a senior in high school. I was like a junior in high school, and I was like, "Listen, I don't, I don't have like any way of getting over there. You know, like I didn't like drive or you know what I mean. Uh, taking the Long the Railroad, like to me, it was like a foreign land. You know, it's like Mineola, Long Island. I hadn't left Queens at that point." <laughs> aside from like going to DR on like family vacations,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: and he was like, he told me, which is something that like I'll always appreciate, and I always like attribute to like having like, like um, they say there's three kinds of people in your lives, in, in your life that's like an angel that like comes by whether it's like for a fleeting moment or for like a, si- a significant amount of time, but to like point you in the in a certain direction. And then there's a mirror, which is people that come into your life, you know, the same way, whether it be for a fleeting woman or or for a longer amount of time, to, like, show you a mirror of what you either want to be or what you don't want to be. And the other one is a crystal ball uh, type of person that shows you, like, what your future, like, could be type of thing. To me, he was, like, um, kind of like one of those, like, angels, like, yo, I could like, hook you up at this point in time, like, type of thing. And... Um, he told me He was like I live in Queens also Like I could literally If you find your way Like to the restaurant I'll take you home every night Because my biggest thing Was like I'm 17 years old My parents uh, You know I'm going to tell them Oh I'm going to go work In Long Island somewhere On you know While I'm still in high school You know Peace Like of course They're going to be like Hell no What are you nuts Like what the fuck is Long Island Like they, they, they were like On the same page Like with me In terms of you know that's far. That, that sounds crazy You know what I mean Like you're in high school You know finish your school work Go to college Type of thing And um, he offered to like bring me back And then uh, like I sold my parents on that The fact that you know I'll have a ride back every night You know I'm not going to be coming back At like 2 or 3 in the morning By myself like on the train As a 17 year old You know somebody's going to drop me off In front of the house And he used to do that He offered to do that to me And his name is George by the way George Nobre Shout out to George Nobre And he like brought me every single night After work Freestyle (laughs) <laughs> they drove me uh, To the house And dropped me off And There At at uh, In Manuela, at Cafe Sport Which was the name of the place I used to Work Friday Saturday and Sunday <coughs> And Mondays um, Friday after school um, Mondays Sometimes It wasn't like every Monday But it was like Mondays after Mondays after After school as well And like Saturdays and Sundays Like all day It was like a double shift I literally used to make Just to go back to the, the whole Like conversation of you FDNY know, just
1: staring at us With the mics They were like What is going on like with what's those going on Yeah it's a like podcast authority Right here buddy Keep
0: walking Keep walking buddy <laughs> <And> I, FDNY <laughs> Um Whatchamacallit Like I used to make Like In those like Four days Like six Seven Eight Hundred dollars A weekend That's awesome As a fucking 17 year old kid That's money Tax free Cash At the end of every night the least I would make was like five hundred bucks, which is still for four days worth of work as a fucking seventeen-year-old with no bill. My only bill is my cell phone. You kicking it. You know what I mean? Like it was like dope. It was like a, a amazing experience. And do a lot of money, blow it. Did you blow it away or just save some? I saved some. Like back then, is like when I got into like the. That's when like Fast and the Furious came out, and like, I got into like the <laughs> whole like car. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, I, I blew it into what we now call rice burners, which are <laughs> like uh, I had an Acura Integra LS that I like crashed into a phone pole. Did you really? I did, and like demolished it after I put like a bunch of money into it, like more money than the car's worth into it, and then. What happened? From there, oh, I was. I remember I was on Bushwick. I was with my mother in the car. Oh shit and there was like a a white van like next to me and you know the light's green i'm going i'm driving and i get in front of the white van the white van hit me in the back and i spun around hit a light pole the white van fled like bounced and i hit the light pole and i remember like at the last second like grabbing my mom like putting my hand like in front of her to make sure like like, I don't know, like, try to hold her, I guess. Did she have her seatbelt on? Yeah, she did. We both had her seatbelt on. She was completely fine. She was, like, in shock, I think, because she was, like, completely calm afterwards. I, like, banged my head on the steering wheel. The the airbags came out. I have, like, a lump that I think I still have on my leg right now, just, like, just from, like, bouncing up and, like, hitting the steering wheel. And I had, like, a like a burn mark on, on my head, like, from the steering wheel. Like, the car was demolished. Like, I had to, like, uh, we towed it away and, like, uh, junked it. And then from there... Um, you know we were both fine and then from there I wound up like continuing to save up and I bought another Integra GSR and by the time I got it like I got cause like the whole thing with the whole like that whole like scene like car scene is like trying to build your car up to a certain point and I wanted to have the car with the certain rims and the certain spoiler and the certain you know drop And like I, I didn't have my my LS Integra my 94 LS I think it was um, to that point and then I got the 95 uh, GSR that I bought after that and then I built it up to that point where I wanted it with I had the spoiler, the leather interior the rims that I wanted which were like the the like uh, GSR rims and the type R wing and whatever it, it was like exactly how I wanted it but by that point I like outgrew like the whole scene and I didn't want it anymore and then I wound up selling the car and I remember, I think I sold it for like sixty-five hundred or like something like that. That's not bad. And but still, like in that like world, like I, I'm I'm pretty sure like I wasted like ten or fifteen like grand like on you know what I mean like I wasted more than I got out of it, but whatever, it was like part of the experience and shit. And like that's what I was into back then, so like everything that I had would like go to that, like buying a new like exhaust or like whatever <gasps> a new kit. radio or yeah exactly.
1: I gotta take a piss. All right, we'll pause this shit. All right. Routines on the Boulevard of Linden. It's a tribe called Quest. hala Fife dog, Q-tip. Rest in peace, Fife dog. Q-tip, keep keeping on.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I'm distracted by this girl in front of us in her bikini.
0: I'm not. <laughs> For the record. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you ever seen that movie? Uh, I Just saw of that movie, Beverly Hills Cop, the first one. You yeah, ever yeah. seen it? Remember? It's a classic. When Tiger's like Tiger's just like a tight ass, you know. Tiger,
0: Tiger, and Tiger was like, yeah. like
1: a tight ass. They go. To, he, like, Eddie Murphy takes him to the strip club. He doesn't want to go. And then like the the, the stripper comes over, like dancing with them. He's like, here, put this in her. In her, yeah, in her yeah. And, her and he was like, drink, Tiger, whatever. don't be embarrassed if your dick's hard. It's supposed to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. What was I going to ask you? Places you've traveled. What about it? I think we've come to terms with the fact, you know, being here on the beach here in Coney Island, in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. that a beach is a beach is a beach. I agree. Besides that, tell me about, like, dope places that you've been to that you would recommend.
1: Um, Zurich, Switzerland comes to mind right away. Damn. Why? It's just a it's very you know what it reminded me of? Like like Transylvania. It reminds me like if vampires exist, they're in that city. Damn. <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> that sounds sick? <laughs> yeah. It's very like dope. it's very like <laughs> Gothicy Gothicy European, you know? Celtic. Yeah, Celtic. It's very cool though. It's such a cool city and it's not as big as Paris, not as big as London, it's like a smaller, of the, like, you know, a smaller version of those cities, mm-hmm. but just as cool, probably even cooler because it is smaller, because it is quainter, you know? Nice. It's cool, I liked it a lot. I, li- I loved Zurich, the food was good, the people were chill, like, a, you know, at night it got very gothicy and like, you know, like the water. You hear the bells. The people were cool because they wanted to fucking like bite your neck f- and I can kill you. The, like the fog. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, I like I really quintessential felt, like London fog type Yeah, of thing. I was like walking down the street. I thought like someone was gonna come like next to me with a I like ra- suck, I got a look. raincoat and like suck my <laughs> neck. You know, <laughs> like a vampire. It's like you know those vampire movies. Yeah, it yeah. was just like that, but like it was cool. That's sick. Uh, but of course, besides that, like, it came to mind when you said that. But of course, Amsterdam. Amsterdam is an amazing city. Like the best museum I've ever been to in my life is the Van Gogh Museum in uh, Amsterdam. Nice. Yeah, we. I went to uh, so in the morning. Like we went to get breakfast, and then we went to like the Heineken brewery, drank some Heinekens, kicked, you know, polished a couple of Heinekens. and we went to like a pot, pot bar, smoked like uh, smoked some some weed. Nice. And then we like walked around, like we, then we ended up at the the Van Gogh Museum, high as fuck, and it was just amazing, like amazing. Look at all the. Do you paintings. think it would have been
0: just as amazing, sober? Probably not. <laughs> being high, high no, is every being, experience, I'm right? Just, yeah, I'm just being <laughs> like, honest. From eating a Sunday to seeing a fucking. Yeah. Vincent and Mac they and love museum. they
1: love American hip hop there. Nice. I remember I remember being they called so they're called cafes like mm-hmm. pop bars there, and. Uh, What's the
0: thing, real quick? Uh, cafes oh, I'm sorry, is that half pot? Coffee shop. Coffee like, shops have pot, cafes don't have pot.
1: Yeah, cafes like an actual cafe, right? you know. Yeah, Coffee okay. shops are the pop bars. And um I walk into one, they're just like blasting Tupac. Like they love Tupac. They were just like pumping yeah. like, you know. So some next level while shows. I ride on my enemies. <laughs> and I was just like, What? <laughs> Do you even know whose enemies are? <laughs> they love like Tupac. And uh yeah, they we're just hanging out, just smoking smoking weed, chilling. Um, it's like, they they, they smell, they, they sell weed like joints like in a pack of cigarettes like here. You yeah, know, yeah. it's crazy. Um, so that was fun. Amsterdam was great. The food was amazing. The food in Amsterdam is on par with New York nice. as far as like, it's a very cultural, ethnic city where like, you go down a street, you can gonna have like, what do you want? you want Brazilian? Do you want Italian? Do you want like Chinese? Like wh- whatever kind of food you want, they got, oh, you know cool, what I'm got like a lot of It's right. like New York in that sense, yeah, you know, like what do you want to get tonight? Like, you know, it's like, I don't even know if I don't even know if I had Dutch food. I don't even know what Dutch food is, but like <laughs> I had like amazing Greek food that night, one night and another night I had like an amazing Italian dinner. Like they have really good like ethnic food from nice. other countries. I don't think I've ever had Dutch food. That's cool. Yeah. It's so, cool to have that variety. Yeah. What where else would I say was fun? Um Chicago obviously. I love Chicago. Um I mean Paris was great too. Like if we're talking about overseas I've been to Europe a lot. Paris is great. Paris is, like, cool. Paris is, like... How do I explain Paris? Paris is, like... It gets a lot of shit. It does get a lot of like shit. Like, out of you every, know, pl- out of I've every place? I've never had, like, a snooty response. Like, I know people... I like, it's, it's got a bad rap about being snooty to Americans. Yeah. And dirty and, like, grimy and, like... No. That's, are you kidding me? It's the opposite. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe compared to other cities, like... Dude, keeping... Gra- we, like, we, we grew up in New York. New York is a dirty city. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. When you travel the world, like, one thing you'll realize quickly is how dirty new york is compared to other cities it's a very dirty city like you know like the subways are dirty like the streets are dirty like it's different this like paris was cool like like not on that level but like like every building is like really nice like the post office like this amazing architectural masterpiece you know Like yeah. it's also it's also because they have had to rebuild the whole city after world war ii when like when nazi germany uh invaded it Destroyed the, the city, so they, it's okay. kind of it's still it's very old in nature, but it's still it's it's also very new, because they had to rebuild the whole city after after the 1940s. So that I think helped what it looks like now, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah like the aesthetics. Yeah,
1: exactly. So it's 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 much it's much more modern than it, than it should be, I guess. Given this, how old that city is. Yeah. Um, but yes, Paris was cool. I love Paris. Um, nice. But yeah, the only like European city I've been to that was dirty like New York was Milan. When I went to Milan, um I remember riding the subway there, it was like graffitis on the graffiti on the wall. Damn, like, yeah, like, I was like, like oh, 1980s this... New York. Yeah, it was like New York. I was like, <laughs> damn, this is grimy, this is grimy than New York. <laughs> damn. Yeah. But where else I love? Um obviously when I went down to Galapagos in Ecuador, that was awesome too. You went there? Yep. Damn. Beautiful, 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 beautiful Very, very, like, worth working. You should. Is, def- it,
0: is there, is there like, a, like, an area there that's, like, preserved from, like, fucking Who was it? Um,
1: Charles Darwin Darwin Times? Yep Absolutely There's a, that's you what know, it's really cool There's, like, it's like, a couple island chains, you know That's I, where,
0: like, Charles Darwin came up with the theory of, like, evolution type yep. of thing
1: his book Origin of Species, he wrote there. Damn. Yeah, it was, it was, he came up with the theory of evolution there because um, of the of the of the animals that he saw in Galapagos Island were so completely different from every other animal in like mainland South America. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so sick. Yeah, how like seeing something could like take your mind in a direction
0: that's like completely different from like what you're used to. Yeah. And just like open up like a neural pathway towards like something that like transcends time yep. you know what I mean that we're still talking about like right now
1: yep that's nuts that, yeah he like, came up with he, that he yeah, started you know, like crazy. a whole like
0: branch of science just from what he visually saw in Ecuador at the Galapagos Islands no. like,
1: think like, about it like the theory of evolution the like, that totally goes against like the whole theory of like the any religion the Christian church like, you, you, know, know? Bond, you know Adam yeah, and yeah. Eve you know yeah. that's nuts it came from like a Latin American country that's like you know Latin, all Latin America is very Catholic, very you know conservative Catholic. Yeah, yeah. So it's like kind True. of ironic that like it, it, is, came, it came from one of those countries, you know. Shout um,
0: out to Ecuador. Yeah, Pablo's a little biased being Ecuadorian, but you know we'll
1: take it. Almost. <laughs> so. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Like Ecuador is really nice too. I like Ecuador. It, it's kind of very modern now too. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I haven't been there. I haven't been there in years, but. Actually, did I tell you, we're having a family reunion next next month in Bayside. All of my, all my uncles, all my aunts, my cousins from Ecuador are coming up. That's awesome. It's crazy how Is much. Is it like the first time for like some of them? For a lot of them, wow. It's, it's funny you say that because it's so crazy. Growing up when I was younger, you know, when I was in like you know grammar school, high school, whatever, they would, none of them would ever come up. We, we'd always go down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now the the game also. has changed. Like, like they are they're they're making more money there I guess and for whatever reason like like able to like yeah they're able to come up here now like before they weren't able to come up now like they come up here like honestly my parents are hosting someone from Ecuador at least every other month
0: that's awesome
1: it's like so many people come up here now that's pretty cool yeah they come up here also because my cousins down there are doing very well for themselves my uncle owns his own business down there he's doing very well and um it's like a huge business he employs pretty much the whole family nice um yeah they're all doing very well like they come up here like they go to like the malls they go to like they go to the outlets they go to like the they like honestly they go to the Apple store they, they come out with like boatloads of, of Apple products yeah iPads iPhones <laughs> MacBooks it's like shit that you don't even buy but yeah like, babe, I'm just but like yeah. damn I can't even afford that it's <laughs> awesome huh? that's yeah. Awesome cool. yeah because it's so much more expensive down there you know yeah yeah. so yeah they're doing good so they're go- look at that boat look how packed that shit is
0: damn but anyway, yeah, they're all coming up. It's like the third one that we see like that, like yeah? act like rim to rim.
1: It's like a party boat. Labor Day weekend. Hurrah to the summer! Walls to the wall! What about you? Where's the craziest place you've ever traveled? Um, in terms of crazy, or just like unique, or just different, or that stood
0: out? Like the most different place for me was what I was telling you before, the Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Trip. Okay, that was like the topish. Like my favorite vacation ever That I've ever taken Did like white water rafting Snorkeling Zip lining uh, Tour of like a national uh, Park And that was pretty sick Besides that It's just like Florida DR
1: hey, Have you ever been Outside of the western hemisphere?
0: Um, Yeah to India but Oh that's it was right was, It was for work I've been there three times That must
1: have been a culture shock
0: Yeah it was that's but you know what it was what it wasn't like I, I I did a couple episodes like um, I did like a like I think like three or four episodes about India on the podcast and okay. it was pretty much pointing out how <coughs> any place outside of the US at least for me and like my experience is very similar like Costa Rica reminded me of DR India reminded me of Costa Rica like every, like, third-world-type country, like, experience, like, everything outside of the U.S., outside of New York, like, <coughs> felt the same to me. Like, really? there, was, there was something, like, homogenous about it. Like, I don't know if it's the poverty or... Like, There's a lot of poverty in India? There is, yeah. But it's just, like, in terms of, like, the architecture and just, like, the, the city, like, facilities and stuff like that, like, I can see... DR in India I can see Costa Rica in the R. I can see India in Costa Rica You know what I mean Like a lot of the shit was like The cement buildings The colmados The corner stores The It's like all look the same to me <coughs> And all very different from New York Like equally different from New York That's something that I definitely like Took away from it But It was definitely a cool experience Interesting
1: Yeah I've never been to India I, I wanna to go to I wanna to go to Asia like Yeah. It's hard though, like it's hard to like go with you know like you you People know like you, you can always go yourself, but like I hate traveling by myself. I get bored easily. I need to like not not bored, lonely easy. yeah It's so, like I need someone to like talk to.
0: Yeah. I can't imagine. Like the closest to traveling by myself was like literally going to India. Like when I went to like India through, I've gone three times. Two times were through Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. and one time was through England. And the time I went through England was literally by myself. Like the other two times, I went with like at least one or two coworkers. And um, but the th- time through through England was by myself, and this like a lot of alone time, like when you're there. And you know, it's like coworkers. It's not like your boys or anything like that. So it's like a different type of vibe and experience. Like
1: regardless. Um. Well, I told you. Um, <clears throat> I spent the night in Paris by myself. Really? Yeah, my last night in Paris, I was by myself because everybody like left and everybody had a flight the, the day before. but So I had like my flight the next day. So I had to stay for that night. How was awesome that? Awesome night.
0: Really? Yeah. <laughs>
1: nice. I um I ended up like going into the hotel. Rec- like, can you the, like recommend a good hotel like not touristy, like something off beat You know? Yeah. He recommended this place it was really good, like really authentic French food. It was like it was like uh like steak steak of uh, Bordeaux, like in like French wine sauce. It was really good with like a side, like I think it was like a rice side. It was really good. Nice. And then I'm like walking around, walking around, I was like, I don't wanna go home I don't go back to my hotel room yet. It's like nine o'clock at night. I'm bored, you know, like I wanna go out. I'm like, my last night in Paris and I'm, like, I'm gonna sit in my hotel room, you yeah, know? Yeah, true. Walking around, walking around, I was like, let me find a bar or something, I have a drink. A couple bars I passed by but like really packed I was like I need something a little more like you know low-key where I don't feel weird being by myself you know so I found this bar it was like like you know like a regular like you know neighborhood bar I was like all right this place is cool a couple of people at the bar I was like all right I could post up here I walk in order a drink at the bar chill like we're you know laid-back local bar right off the bat I know the guy's talking to me in English I'm like oh this guy's American I was like you're American he was like yeah I'm like like, yeah. he's like he's like he's like, Where are you from? I'm like I'm from Queens. He starts laughing. He's like I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, so we just hit it off. We hit it off, we started we start like you know, BSing the whole night by me, drinks, shots, chilling. Um, then he's like, Yo, my boys are coming from New York, from New Jersey. We're gonna close the bar down and just hang out. We're gonna probably hit up an after hour spot if you wanna come. I was like, Yeah, why not? like they were cool, we hung out with all of them. We went to some like really, really cool after hour spot. We met some girls. I met some girl from Jersey that night. I remember we hooked up a couple of times back here in the States. Damn. Like nice. uh, like weeks later, we hung out for like another month after that. She was cool. She had a nice body. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was from Queenside.
1: Side No, nah, she was from Jersey. <laughs> nice. She was from like uh, Long Branch, New Jersey, I think. Um, so yeah, that was a crazy night. Just crazy how you get into things, you know. You don't. It was like awesome. so yeah. unexpected. Like that would have never happened if I went back to my hotel room, you know. Sure. I would I'd never stay there, and, yeah. like went to a movie type of thing. Yep. Yeah. I ended up hanging out with this girl. I ended up hanging out with her, like, and that summer back in New York. She was cool. It's a good summer. It was a very good summer. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are in Brooklyn.
0: Taking in the Coney Island Sun.
1: We should, we should want a jet ski.
0: That shit would be sick. Yeah, that would be sick. They don't rent them here. They don't, right? I don't think so. That would be so fucking fun. I haven't done that since South Beach. Fucking. Uh, Jet oh, 03, 04, 05, something like that.
1: Where'd you get that thing?
0: The cooler? No, the. Uh, the MP3 player? Yeah. The Roland RS05, I think it is. Like the model or whatever. Just ordered it on. When I was doing my podcast research before starting the sponsored podcast about three and a half, four years ago. That was one of the top mp3 players to order, and I ordered that one.
1: So you just plug it
0: into your... Plug it into the computer, upload the mp3 file, do a little editing to take out, like, the dead air type of thing. Okay. What does that tattoo mean? What I was, what I am, what I will be. God's project. Before, I I always say this caveat. Before there was a Aventura CD that came out called God's Project. That was the title of the album. It was before the album came out. Okay. But I did get the idea from them because at the end of the previous album, before that album, they had like a skit talking about, you know, like the group and how they came together and, oh, a lot of people don't know we've been, you know, doing this for like 10 years already, whatever, blah, blah. That's like when they became popular. And they were like, you know, it's like God's Project or whatever. God's Project, God's Project. I like that. And it, like, faded out. And then from there, I was like, oh, shit, that'll be a dope. Like, what I was, what I am, what I will be. And then add God's Project to the end of it. That is pretty dope. And then they came out. Their next album after that, they titled it God's Project. I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) It just seemed like... like They're from... Mad cliche. They're from New York or from Dominican? They're from the Bronx? Yeah. They're from... They're Dominican I, mean, I know that The main the main singer Is actually half Puerto Rican Anthony um, Romeo Romeo yeah He's half Dominican Half Puerto Rican And then his The rest of the people <laughs> up,
1: On the band Are Dominican This guy at my job Loves to play that song Really? Yeah Nice I think he's gay Who is Romeo? <laughs> no Oh yeah, at my job. job Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think he's bisexual Actually I think he's You know I think he's a switch hitter <laughs> Yeah Place both sides. Yeah, both has the plate. He makes comments, and he's always very well dressed, like very well dressed, yeah, yeah. like over the top, like. Yeah, like, like, like this that. is better than Chiku status, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, what do yeah, you look yeah, at? He's always <laughs> sharp, like, like, like not a wrinkle on him, like, like shirt-wise, you know, like pants-wise. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, there's yeah. anything wrong David with that. David guys are are like second generation Americans. Like or first generation American coming from like, Dominican and Puerto Rican background. Okay.
1: Mainly Dominican though. You still go to that barber shop on um what was it, Liberty Avenue? On oh, Jamaica Avenue. Since high school. Same barbershop I've been going to. I went there one time, remember? I told yeah. you yeah. I think yeah. I had like an emergency that night, like where I had to go I think I had a party tonight. And mm-hmm. my barber was at like, clothes or something. I think it was like a Jewish holiday. You have a Jewish barber? Yeah, he's a Russian Jew. Ah. Yeah. So um I think it was like a Jewish holiday, he was I think it was I think it was uh Shabbat. I don't know what it was. Man. And um I think I was talking to you. You're like what am my guy? Jews so, have like mad holidays. Yeah. Every Saturday's a holiday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to your guy, like he's crazy, like he was good, like he but it takes forever. Yeah. I mean, because... He takes if you're forever. not a regular And you don't have an appointment It takes forever He takes forever per person Yeah Like me Like I'll hit I him up once, once I got in the chair It was great Because he was like So detailed Every like, yeah, yeah. But like They just love to Like you know it's like uh, Bullshit Cut your hair And talk pelota Yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been going, Yankees Those like, no Yankees. Every, every Dominican I, I, the Yankees or Red Sox <laughs> You know what I mean Like every Dominican Fucking barbershop Is like that I've been going to the oh, same Oh Red
1: Sox fans too
0: Yeah Dominicans no are mad, mad big On fucking Red Sox No Mets Eh, uh, less, much less, rarely. Um, I've been going to the same barber shop since high school, and two. I've had two barbers. One, it's like stopped cutting hair, and then his brother started like cutting hair, like at that same barber shop, and he learned from his brother, and then that dude, like, um, bought out like the owner. And became like the part owner of the barbershop. Okay. And I've been cutting my hair. I started with the brother, like the initially, and then started with the uh, the other brother that bought yeah, up. that's, that's kind of
1: happened with my guy. My yeah. guy, like he left and started
0: his own thing. You know. Yeah. So I did that. I've been going to him since <laughs> fucking high school. Guys are weird like that. We're like fucking loyal to like our barbers. I'm very loyal to my barber. Yeah. <laughs> it's like always like that one guy where meanwhile girls could go to like any salon and they can right like a handful of salons like my wife at least like she be like I can't go I, I don't like that salon but I like this salon and I'll, and I'll take any girl at that salon or whatever you know
1: that is crazy man nah. you yeah, know I just go to my guy like for I, I left him for like a year like like six months to eight months because when I moved to Forest Hills it was kind of far because he's in um he's in like the Flushing Whitestone border it's okay. more Whitestone and um right up the block from Holy Cross Okay. And um, it's kind of far from me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I was like, it's kind of annoying. So I, tr- I tried to go to some barber in, in Forest Hills, and I dealt with him for like six months, even though I knew he wasn't great. But I was, I was like, then one day I was back with my cousin, like just hanging out. And he was like, uh, he was like, "Yo, I'm going to Steve's to get a haircut." I was like, "Yeah, I guess I'll get a haircut of Steve." I went and I was like I forgot how good he was, you know what I mean? Like I was like, damn, no wonder yeah. like I was loyal to you, you know? You're dope. Sure. And he was like, Who the fuck cut your hair now? You fucked it up? I was like, I know. I'm the same. <laughs> so I never went back. I, I just went that was like I went back to him that day and I, I never stopped going again. Nice. Yeah.
0: I remember that time your hair was like tore up, kinda. Of. <laughs> Nah no, I'm
1: joking. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to find like you know and I just like to like I like to like, just to sit down in the chair and not say anything. I can't even know what to do, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Although today got, this time I got a bus cut. I don't know if you noticed. I got a bus cut. Yeah. Whoa. I just it's put a sand all over myself. <laughs> yeah, I usually, you know, don't have it this short. I usually have my hair more grown out.
0: But That's what I like about my barber. I fucking like I text them. The day that I wanna go and I'm like, you know, I wanna go like around one, you know, what do you have available? He's like, Oh come at come at like two thirty or something like that. I go like literally he says two thirty, it really means three. So I know his like lingo already, you know what I mean? So I show up like at two forty five type of thing. And like I walk in and you know, I wait like five minutes and then the dude that he's cutting, like I'm next. Like I know I'm next, you know what I mean? And then I go into the chair, cuts my hair within a half hour, forty five minutes, he knows like what I get. I don't have to bullshit.
1: That's great. It's pretty dope, yeah. Yeah, my guy, my guy doesn't take appointments. First come, first serve.
0: Yeah? Damn. That sucks. That sucks, I and mean, it's good, too, if you're no, one of does. the first.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: this, this was uh, a pretty good Pablo Antonio's Day of Fun, huh? It was, yeah. At the beach.
1: Wrap it up with some Nathans. I'm going to take a squirt.
2: Let's take another shot and another beer.
1: Yeah, some I'm going to go take a squirt.
2: You got a couple of ghostwriters, but to these kids it don't actually matter they're asking me what the fuck happened to hip-hop, I said I don't have any answers Cause I took a nail when I dropped my last album, it hurt me like hell But I'm back on these rappers and actually coming from humble beginnings I'm somewhat uncomfortable winning, I wish I could say what a wonderful feeling We're on the upswing like we're punching the ceiling But nothing is feeling like anyone has any fucking ability To even stick to a subject, is killing me The inability to pin humility, hatha The batha The Why don't we make a bunch of fucking songs about nothing And mumble and bucket? I'm going for the juggle. This shit is a circus, you clowns that are coming up Don't give an ounce of a motherfuck about the ones who were here Before you did made rap, recap, wait back, and tease that Recap on take decks, eight hey, that's for G-Raps and k Jack, we need three stacks ASAP and bring maps to back, Cause tap, these rappers have brain damage. All the lean rapping, face tats, or out like tree sap. I don't hate trap and I don't want to see mad. But in fact, what an old me at, the same cat that would take that feedback and aim back. I need that. But I think it's inevitable, they know a button to press it. Will ever pull to give me the snap, though. And if I paid attention, I'm probably making it bigger. But you've been taking me dicks on a fucking back, ho. On the freaking minute, got me thinking of finishing everything with the minutes and reaping the benefits. I'm sleep with the Willigan as i begin to thinking about an evil intent of another beat, I'm a killigan. Cause even if I got it a beating a pilligan, even ketamine and methamphetamine with a mini-d 70 300 milligram, and I might as well because I'm in a pee in the building again. Level I got an elevator. You could never say to me, I'm not a fucking record breaker. I sound like a broken record every time I break a record. Nobody could ever take away the legacy. I made a never-tatum motherfucker. Never got a right to be this way. I got spikes inside my D but I wrote the fall off. I'm working tirelessly. Hey, it's the moment y'all been waiting for, like California, wishing rain and poor, and that drought y'all been praying
0: for. Would you like to receive a short email from me once a week? You know that feeling you have on a Monday at work? When you have absolutely nothing to look forward to except for lunch Have no fear, the Midday Monday Boost Letter is here In this short weekly newsletter You will receive five things One is a photograph of the week from a photographer A podcast of the week I listen to tons of podcasts Dozens and dozens of podcasts Hundreds of episodes And I cherry pick the best ones And I share them with you here You'll also receive a video of the week, which could be anything from a rap battle to a TED talk. you receive a quote of the week, something to let marinate in your mind. And a word of the week, so that you and I can both step up our vocab. So if any of that sounds of interest to you, check it out. Check out the subscribe page at spuntraycom forward slash subscribe. Drop in your email address and you'll receive the very next one. For any writers or creatives out there, I have a questionnaire. It's a five-question questionnaire that anyone is free to fill out. It's located at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire. And what it is, is five open-ended questions related to your craft. It's things like what inspires you to write or create whenever you don't feel the inspiration to do so. What are your favorite apps or tools or tricks to trick yourself into getting into the mind state of actually creating what inspires you etc cetera, etc cetera, stuff like that and what i do with your responses is share them on a future episode of the podcast now you can choose to remain anonymous if you choose to you have that option right there when you fill out the questionnaire and if you do not choose to remain anonymous i give you a shout out on the podcast and promote for free whatever it is that you have going on so I appreciate you in advance for sharing that with me as well as the rest of the listeners of the Spontary Podcast, which would stand to gain from you filling out the questionnaire. Now you can help support the podcast in a myriad of ways. One way which does not cost you anything and is most popular within the podcasting community is by shopping on Amazon using my affiliate links banner. So the way that works is you go to spontaney.com forward slash affiliate links or just click on the affiliate links tab at the top center of the page. And there you will see a banner for Amazon. You literally just click on that and it takes you to Amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do. It does not cost you anything extra, but Amazon will give me a kickback just for driving traffic to their website. So that would be a big help. It literally costs you nothing extra financially, just costs you a couple of extra clicks of your mouse before you do your Amazon shopping the iTunes banner that's on that same page works the same way so if you're purchasing music or movies or whatever it is on iTunes feel free to go through my affiliate link portal there as well if you want to make a one time uh, PayPal donation feel free to do so there's a PayPal donation button on there as well within that same tab you'll also find a link to the Spun Today Viral Style Store now the Viral Style Store is a store where you can get Spun Today merch, whether it's a coffee mug or a T-shirt that I personally designed. And spoiler alert, I'm no, I'm no Ralph Lauren or, you know, whoever designs Gucci stuff. <laughs> but I did create the design of those shirts myself. I have a couple T-shirts on there. One that says, for example, "Right Need Everyday," which is a play off of Snoop, Dre, and Nate Dogg's. Smoke weed every day. So it's bright need every day. With like a puff cloud of smoke behind it. I have a podcast versus everybody t-shirt. And uh, just stuff like that. So check it out. The link to the Viral Style store is also there. You can also help support the podcast on a reoccurring basis. If you become a Patreon supporter. Now Patreon is pretty cool. And it There's a little... Um, video explanation of what it is And how it works but I'll try to do my best to summarize it here Basically you Sign on to Patreon which is a free service Free account And you can support not just myself But any other uh, Podcasters or creatives that Also have Patreon pages And you can choose to For example Donate a dollar to them on a Per episode basis So the Spun Today podcast has two uh episodes a month so if you donate a dollar to it it'll be two dollars a month basically and you set it up and it just happens automatically on a reoccurring basis there are just zero fees you can cancel at any time no hassle no bullshit. and it's uh it's a cool way to help support and is much appreciated and also it's not just like a for example uh a paypal donation which is just that, but through Patreon, it allows the creator, in this case, being myself, to set up a reward system, if you will. So if you donate a dollar per episode, you are considered a tier one supporter. If you donate three dollars per episode, you are a second tier supporter, et cetera, et cetera. And it goes up to four tiers. And each tier gets different things like uh, tier one gets a free spun bookmark and a shout out on the podcast tier three gets uh gets those two things from tier one as well as a free writing piece that's not posted on on my website or available to anyone else etc etc so check that out if you will and uh, visit my patreon page at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash spun today Another great, amazing way to help support the podcast is to rate and review it. This costs you absolutely nothing. Whether you listen on iTunes, on Stitcher, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, on Pocket Casts, on Overcast, on Player FM, on Google Play, on YouTube, on Tumblr, or if you listen on PodBay or any other of your favorite podcast apps. Please rate and review the episode. It really is the number one way to help the show gain traction, gain exposure. You know, you could also share it with friends and family and tell them, you know, check out what this idiot is saying. Some of it is actually pretty good or it all fucking sucks and you should listen and laugh. But as long as you're listening, <laughs> it would be much appreciated. So rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you listen. Follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at Spunt Today. Like the Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash spun today. Subscribe to my YouTube page as well. All podcast episodes are available on YouTube as well as clipped versions. For example, with the random rant episodes, you know, I speak about a bunch of different topics instead of having the full episode alone, which is also available on YouTube. But you also have snippets of the different topics broken up into more digestible chunks. So check that out. You can also support by checking out my book, Make Way For You, Tips For Getting Out Of Your Own Way. It's a quick short read if you're looking for some inspiration and motivation. And you can find out more about it at spuntray.com forward slash books. There you'll find a video of me telling you all how the book came to fruition, as well as a couple of audio excerpts. If you're interested, you can purchase it wherever books are sold. Kindle, iBooks. Kobo in an ebook or paperback format, which you can find on Amazon. Also, for being a Sponsored A listener, I can also send you a free copy right there on that same landing page at SponsorDay.com forward slash books. Drop in your email address at the bottom of the page and I'll shoot you over a copy in the format of your choice. And that's all I got, folks. Thanks again for checking out this episode. And as always, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening.